Hi guys, welcome back to Down With The Dirt. This is Ayani, and I have a special guest with me, my BFF, Bria, badass oh. Bria. Hi guys. <laughs> like I just spoke to you, okay. So moving on. Um, so we're gonna talk about three topics today. So the first topic is how to deal with a stressful situation at work. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is... Um, what would you do if your boyfriend was showing you how to deep throw with a banana? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. And then the third one is different types of men. You have a certain type as well as I do. Yes. Okay. So Very here we different. go. All right. So before we even get into it, let's talk and introduce Bria. So who is she? So... Um, follow Bria on Instagram, Badass Bria. Oh if y'all God. don't know who she is, now you fucking know. Um, I met her at this job. We met briefly. Um, then I think like a couple of months later, we ended up being really cl- like close. It was something that we kind of just connected off of and then you just hit it off from there. So that's how we met. Yep. And ever since then, it's been amazing. We never had any issues. We argue like sisters, to be honest. We honestly were just arguing right before this podcast. Let's yeah, we real. were. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm just going to be honest. I had a few drinks, so I'm a little tipped still, but we're going <clears> to <throat> keep moving. All right, so the first topic we're going to talk about is a stressful situation at work and how do you handle it. So, Bria, you met me. <laughs> during the process of me starting to change yeah so i was going through the rough stages of basically wanting to fight everybody anybody that came my way (laughs) i wanted to fight i wanted to argue like i always wanted the last word it was bad it was it was bad it was at a point where i kind of looked like the bad person all the time and it really wasn't it was uh, sometimes i was innocent but because i was so aggressive with my tone and my body language that i was the one with the aggressor and i looked I just look bad. So um, now, like, when I handle situations with people at work I just don't like or care for, or just stressful situations at work in general, like the work field that I work in, as I, again, you guys know, I'm a peer at a school. So that alone is a very stressful situation because I work with, like, a behavior child. And it can be, I mean, so far so good this year. Like, it's been amazing as hell okay no it's really no issues but last year was hell like there was times where I just went home and I was just so stressed out like I didn't even get home I just sat in the car and took a nap like it was that it was dreadful like but I came back started again and I was like okay guys it's a new day here we go but how do you handle it I mean Give me an example on how to handle it. Like, well, I don't know. Um, I know that the work situation that I'm currently in at my workplace, it's a very toxic staff member, and they're always bringing everybody's energy down. It's to the point where they're talking to our clients rude, and everybody handles it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, what I try to do, I try to keep it as professional as I can, when, especially when I'm around my clients, because but I am how like. How do you, you have constantly... to bite. You have to bite your tongue. It's like sometimes you have to realize like my clients are what matters most. Like I have my client right next to me, and if I react the way that this person is reacting, uh-huh. it's not going to be good. It's, that's not showing a good example for the client. And on I top know, of that, it's but... like negative energy always with negative energy will always just end up to just be worse. So her negative was bouncing off of my positive, and it didn't have such a great toll on me. 
And it also made me shine through the situation because someone overheard it that was part of the higher ups. And it, it didn't look like me and that person had bitterness towards each other. It looked like they just had bitterness towards me. But, <clears throat> see, that's where... I don't know. Like You just have to learn how to bite your tongue. I try. Even if I... Like, l- listen, you know me. Yeah. I have the I have a really nasty attitude, especially yeah. when I feel like I'm being attacked. And that's because of something I grew up with, so now I kind of have to like teach myself to be very tough. So a lot of things people say don't even affect me, but it's the problem that I that really gets under my skin more than anything is somebody constantly talking about me in a bad light and constantly doing it talking about me with other people to make them not like me and then saying things are not necessarily true but they'll lie to themselves and they'll keep constantly repeating it to other people to make the other people believe their lie so now that's a that's well, a defamation of my character now i feel like i'm being threatened now i feel like i'm i'm in fight mode because now i'm like okay why do i have to keep fighting why do i even need to fight for my character when you're the one assassinating it for no reason what is the problem and i'm trying to bite my tongue now how do you work and manage that well to me if that was happening to me i would first well with a person actually like that i will always try to bring someone else around so it's never just me and them talking because our words could get misconstrued and yep yeah so i would bring the higher-ups if it was that if it was really bothering me where i wasn't able to completely do my job 100 percent, and me and that person would sit down and we will have to have a complete talk about it with people watching us and monitoring it. And we'll try to get to the end of it. And if it still happens, at least now I know that these people know that my name is good. They saw how I behaved during that situation. And I know that they all have my back. Right. Because I carry myself in a professional manner. Right. As for that person, most likely if they did not. So that means that they're going to look at them as they're the problem, not me. Right. So exactly. basically, clears your name. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're like right on the ball, Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even have words. Like you're just right on it. See, this she's like my therapist, y'all. But um, yeah. So it's just sometimes it's difficult in the moment to bite your tongue. Like, uh, yeah, I know. Especially with know. people you can't stand or like, yeah, you know, like I it's know. so difficult. And us black people. Like, I, no offense, but white people, they're very good at it. They're very good at biting their tongue or saying, you know, like, condescending things and then smile and be like, oh, yeah, like, I was just joking. Like, you know, like, and it's okay because they're used to that shit. For me, sometimes I'm still learning how to do it. So, like, when people do it to me, I automatically catch it because I do it now. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I don't know how to bite my tongue because I kind of want to say something. And then oh. if I don't say something at the moment, I wait for the right opportunity to do it back. And that's so childish of me, but it's the truth. But if you bring in race, I mean, being a black person. But out of black, let's talk about black Wait, hold on. Being a black person and being, especially a black woman, we have a guard. Because no matter where we are, we're judged by our skin tone. Like All the time. All the time. It doesn't matter. Like, the place I work at, the area I work at, I know I'm constantly judged by my skin tone. Right. So, it's just like, we constantly have to be on guard. We constantly have to be fierce. We constantly have to protect 
our feelings because someone random could just see us and see our skin color and say something very ignorant. Yeah. As for that, doesn't usually happen for a person that person that's not of color. Yeah. So that's why I feel like they get more opportunities. I feel like but they even don't get, but even then, it's like they don't have to walk into a store and worry about someone following them. Or yeah. Work, oh, like, hey guys, you need anything? Yeah. They, yeah. They don't have to like walk down the street and then someone calling them like a racial slur or something like that or calling the cops so quickly because we're wearing a hood or trying to shoot us yeah like it's just we already have that guard up so then it's like when someone tests us it's just like our guard completely is like up and it's to the point where now we're in defense modes and that's when we take it out always on defense mode most of us i'm always in defense mode all the experiences i've went through so I'm always, always going through it. Like I remember when I moved down to New York for school and I had Mexicans, believe this shit, Mexican men staring at me and this black man. That was my friend at the time. And we were all sitting in a restaurant and they looked at us with so much disgust and hatred that I was actually scared for my life that they had like a weapon on them. And it was crazy because like, you know, Mexicans and Puerto Ricans are closer to our skin tone and closer to mind you they're basically black and white well they're minorities in general exactly so i would have thought that they would at least be a little bit closer to me in like skin like uh, like group wise relation like and i just felt like i just felt like they had a really like issue with us and i didn't understand why and that's actually like the first first time when i witnessed it really yeah and i'm no because my mom kind of kept me sheltered a little bit like she kept me home a lot i never really like when i was with my friends they were mostly all black i never really had that issue and i was a child so when i did go out it was only like once in a blue moon to a school dance or whatever it wasn't like we're actually out out and because i was so sheltered all these years as i got older I was just a homebody, so I'd rather just stayed home. So mm-hmm. I didn't actually get to experience life until I actually moved out and moved to New York. And that's when I really saw... The world, what the, it is. Yeah, that's when I really start, like, started to change, started to get to know who I am as a person. Like, that's when it really started to change for me. And that was the first experience I've ever had. And then I came back here, and I've... Honestly and your truly, I've noticed now. it more. <laughs> like, more than ever. Huh? I say, you know, your eyes are open now. See, I always... I, yeah. When I was little, I lived in uh, Michigan. And the child care center I went to, the teacher was racist. And she would make comments about, like, my hair and stuff like that. And things that start... And she would, like, just pick me out over just other children like she'd be like oh let me play with your hair but she was like i can't play with yours because yours is just hard to put my fingers through and things like that to the point where as a little child i wish i was white because mm-hmm. that was who that's all i was around mm-hmm. and i like even i remember when i was in like what high school my dad got stopped by the cops and it was in connecticut and a cop my dad reached down to get his license because it fell and the cop pulled their gun out and my dad even said like he was like i'm reaching down to get my license and they pulled his gun out and that's only because he had a nice car it, he didn't run a light or anything so i was always fully aware of it mm-hmm. but it's to the even now like there's a situation happened today at the dollar store where the cashier was very rude to me she didn't say anything to me but the person behind me and in front of me were both caucasian and she was completely nice to them but as soon as she got to me she was just nasty and yep. short Yep. And it's like I had that. I had yeah. that experience. Yep. And it's just like it's just something that I just have to deal with. Deal with. It's like there's nothing I could really 
And white people, white people will never understand. They don't. They, they don't. Even though I listen, I love my white people. Okay, I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of coworkers that are white, and I honestly, I'd never judge them because yeah. they're white. I judge them for who they are. Exactly. So I mean, they're to me, they're they're black. Like the way they act, they're just black to me. So at the end of the day, like I get along with them very well. But it's, that's not the point. The point is like. Because they're white, I do not treat them any type of way because of all their all their other individual of race. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'm not going to judge them because of their race and how they treat us. Yeah. I'm going to treat you differently. But that's not how the world works sometimes. Of course not. So, it does suck. It does suck a little. And it's, it is stressful at work sometimes. Exactly. And I'm not talking about awkward. that job. I'm Because like, I have two other jobs. I mean... <laughs> I do any job. Any job. I do feel like they do treat. You know, I feel like white people do have like a little bit of a privilege and advantage. Especially as a white man, you have more of an advantage. Oh God, yes. And it's like I understand that you're with a penis and balls, and you're white. You're golden. You're golden. Like I feel like people don't see it, especially white people don't see it because it's just like how I don't know how it feels like to be a man. I can't really say all of the men's struggles. A no, man no. can't tell me a woman's struggles. No. A white person cannot relate to my struggles because they've never been through it. Like, as I said, they've never been judged by the skin tone. Maybe if they went through, like, Harford, but that's mm-hmm. usually just because black people are afraid of you. It's not, mm-hmm. or, like, they're on, they're alert of yep. you. It's not because of, right. oh, you disgust me. Yeah. But, so they can't relate. So they I think can't. that's. And it, it just it brings me back to when I worked in a salon because again I'm certified esthetician mm-hmm. and anybody who doesn't know that that's a skincare specialist and I when I got hired at the salon in Wallingford I was so excited it was like training for me because it was my first time and I was the only black girl only black person if you look in all the photos. I was the only one. And I was so uncomfortable because they were all a clique. They treated me differently. I never felt like I was... One of them. One of them. <laughs> and I felt like they were always talking shit about me. And it was not until um, I stood my grounds. Then when I stood my grounds, it felt like, oh, she's the bad guy because she has an attitude, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it was more so, I've been here for how many months now? You guys are constantly talking about me. I mean, how long did you think I was going to sit there and keep taking that? Like, yeah. and then especially if I'm around, you're kind of like being very snotty. And then this one girl decided to make a comment about Donald Trump. And this is around Donald Trump was being elected. And she was just like, you know, I agree with Donald Trump and everything he's saying about black people and, and um, the Hispanics <laughs> and the minorities and how the immigrants need to go back to where they came from and all that stuff. And it's literally, I'm still, I'm standing there and I'm like, what? So you're racist? And she's like, no, I'm not racist. And I'm like, well, you're very ignorant right now. And she was like, I really don't care. So it's like, how, I can't even sit there and defend myself because if I defend myself or defend my people and my race, then I'm not only sitting there uh, looking bad as a, like a bad person by sitting there arguing with this girl, but there is how many girls, how many girls in that back room and then it's just one of me. Then not only that, my boss just hired me. I'm the last person to get hired. So if I'm always arguing with everyone, who's she going to fire? Exactly. So it's like, what can I fucking do? So, yeah, I'm always defensive when people come at me. Hell, yeah. Like, I don't like it. I hate it, actually. I don't even like eyes on me. That's how crazy it is. No matter how much I talk, I don't even like people talking, like, staring into my face. So, moving on. What? So, our next topic is... What was the topic, Bria? 
how would you feel <laughs> if your significant, well, your boyfriend, right, um, was teaching you how to have oral sex with a banana, <laughs> and he was demonstrating it for you? A topic came up while we were eating, actually, and having drinks at our restaurant, and that came up, and it was a good question because I feel like most people will be very alarmed. And oh my god, no, they what was so funny about awkward. it? No, Brian, what was so funny about it is like when I told you, you were like, your eyes got enlarged, and you were like, What if my boyfriend, hold on, if my boyfriend ever told me that I'm not doing the job right and he took a banana and actually showed it to me, I'd be like, Wait, are you? Are, something are you are you not telling me something and it's just so funny because it's like i mean wouldn't anybody be alarmed like any female like for me if my the ex that i was with if he ever did that to me and if he was by nothing a gay against the gay in the, in the um gays or the lesbian community at all but if you did not tell me that you were gay or bi or whatever like you're not telling me anything and we're already in this i'm gonna be tight because now i'm gonna feel like you're lying about a lot of shit so now i'm like fuck this i can't be with you i can't trust you deuces like that's it like if you're literally taking a banana and showing me showing me deep throat it that's some real skill that is a oh my god when i brush my teeth i don't oh my god (laughs) are you fucking serious that's crazy to me like honestly and truly the relationship i'm in i'm so happy with where i'm at but i feel like even if he told me i would look at him sideways just because like i ask i'm a person i ask a lot of questions so it's just like yeah you know yeah so it's just like to me it's just like you had ample opportunities to bring it up so it's just like, why wouldn't you? But I probably, I, I love him so much. I probably would stay with him. But I would be like, I would side eye him from the side. I would be like, you know, like, why didn't you tell me? And what else are you hiding from me? Because at the end of the day, it's like, he's right, still the same person. Be, yeah, no, he's disloyal. He's disloyal well, as fuck because he's holding on something so big. But he might not find it that big. Okay, for him. But everybody knows if you are by so the fuck what own that shit but if you're in a relationship right yeah and you in it for the long well, haul I mean, and you haven't even said a damn thing about that oh hell but yeah how much, a problem. No, how much times do you really go up to a man that you're talking to saying hey are you are you straight are you gay or are you bi well well listen my I, ex I don't. Well, hold on hold on I'm gonna tell you this one too my ex because for me guys when they guys are supposed to be into sports sorry i'm traditional whatever but i feel like guys that's not whatever i don't really every guy like sports okay not every guy likes sports right but when my guy told me at the time that he was not into sports i was like wait me too i'm not either but then i thought about it after like we we like split our ways yeah and i went to work and i thought about it as i was driving to work and i'm like is this, is this a dude gay? Like, oh my, that's so <laughs> stupid, Tiani. Oh my god. Well, I really thought so. I really thought. I'm like, he just doesn't like sports. Okay, but every guy I've dated likes sports. Okay, that's every a guy stereo- I'm attracted that's a stereotype, to likes basically. sports. Like, I know that's it a is. It's for true. Men. Okay, I but don't care. Like, they have stereotypes. Listen, types for women, yes, and I don't fit all of those. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what I felt. I that's what I thought, but then I realized. It was it's like, definitely yeah. not. He's definitely not gay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Ivy, Ivy so. said, I don't know. I was watching the show Insecure, right? And she was, it's this character named Molly. She was with a guy. And they were dating. Everything was great. And and then um, she found out that he was he was he he was gay before, but he realized he didn't like he didn't really enjoy it. He wasn't caring for it, so he went back to woman, and that was such a big issue for her. Where she she completely like stopped talking to him. She deleted his number, blocked him for everything, and things like that. Such, but to me, it's like if you like like for instance. I can understand the talking stage, but the point of the relationship I'm in, it's like, I, I love him. Like, I'm thinking of a family so you and a future never with leave him. him even if he was bi? No. He had you're to, like, realist. unless he cheated on me. You're the realist. But it's just like, if you're just bi, like, I would be upset. Because I'd be like, okay, we always said, like, you told me that I have to be open with you. You have to be open with me. Do not keep anything from me. Do not, I won't keep anything from you. And then it's like, you kept this big secret like, <laughs> over your head. And I was like, we had top, like, we had conversations about things of this such it was just like like we we talked about politics and you know gay rights and everything it's like you have the perfect opportunity like you know i would not judge but it's like you just didn't do it so then i would i would definitely say i him i'll be like you know what can't see it but if me and him were just talking and he said that i probably would not go i probably wouldn't i probably wouldn't <laughs> that's funny oh my god but then yeah. same for like would you feel more offended if you found out that you're your boyfriend cheated on you with a girl or a boy both the fuck i'll be heated i'll be livid if he had sex with a male so you'll be even more mad oh my god yes i'll be tight see at first i said that because that was a question i had but then i'll be really mad because like with the female too because i'm like i got the big tits the butt and the same vagina, but mine's Thank prettier. You. So, like, oh, why the fuck <laughs> would you even go somewhere else? That don't even make sense to me. That's how. That's how I like. At first, I would be like, "Well, I'll be more devastated." But then, I feel like I'll be more mad if it was a female, because at least for a male, oh, it's something God. that I can't give. No, Mm-mm. it's something I can't give. Like that's true. If you, honestly, I would cry. I would cry. I, I would. I would cry for either or. But if, to me, it's like nah, if you are. I would truly... cry for a male because then I'm like, damn, like. Did you just like? Did I not do something right? Like, I'm so confused. Like, well, to me, I wouldn't even. Blame that reminds me of True Life. Did you see that show, True Life? There was also Real World. Well, no, not Real World, but it was True. There was a Real World episode too, where the guy he he had gay. He was in gay porn, but he was straight. Oh my god! Yes, and she found out, and yeah. she was like, "Dustin, is this true? I found someone found you on porn. Is this true? This is true." And he's like, "No." I mean, yeah, but, like, I'm not gay. I'm yeah. not gay. Like, he kept saying it. And that was, like, was a very... Gay porn. D- yeah, that was a very... That would be more conflicting to me. Episode. That, I would probably be more upset if I found out, like, my significant other was doing that. I would break up with them. Because I'm just like, that shows me that you're and willing... And it's on TV. Well, you're willing to do TV. anything for money. To the point that you're doing something that doesn't even please you. Like, you're no. not... That doesn't please you at all. Like, nope. you're just doing this for cash. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's like some prostitutes really like having sex, but it's just like there's prostitutes that don't. So it's just like, why are you doing it? Like to me, it's do if you do something, whatever you do, even if it's illegal, love it. Like love what you do. Wait, porn is illegal? No, not porn, but prostitution is. I was saying a prostitute. Is it escorts a pros like? Um, depending brothels are. What is brothels? Brothels are um. That's where escorts go, which is basically like prostitution, but that's only in Vegas that they're really allowed. It's it's what? and it's really technical rules for that too. 
Really? Yeah, that's that's a long story. That's Bria? a whole different topic. Bria? We're not even going to get into that. How do, yeah, we're not. But how the fuck do you even know that? Okay, moving on. So, <laughs> third. I went, I went to Vegas. No. That's why I know. Okay. Yep, uh-huh. That's okay. why I know. So I went to Vegas. So, we're moving on. What is the last topic we're talking about? So, our last topic is... Our last topic is... Oh, our differences in men. Because, woo, they're different. Good God. Shut up. Okay. Okay. So you can go first. Okay. I really don't have a specific type when it comes to looks. Mm -hmm. Um, the type of men that I typically go for are men that are, you know, in my age bracket. Um, I because I feel like I can't relate to them more. Like we'll be more on a path of like where I want to go. Okay. It's not like you're too ahead of me. And, um, okay. I love, I love just good personalities. Like you have to be super funny. I'm a very quirky, weird person. And when you really get You're to know nerdy. me. You're very nerdy. It's thanks, okay. Thanks though. for cutting me off. You're, okay. I'm a very okay. quirky, <laughs> nerdy, not nerdy. I'm a very quirky <laughs> and weird person. Like even my boyfriend says I'm, I'm the weirdest girlfriend he's ever had. And it's like, you have to be able to vibe with that. If you can't, I can't really show who I am. And then it's just not going to go anywhere from that. So you, so what is you the have to have a great personality. A great. As I said, you have to be okay, in my and age. My guy has to have a great personality too. He got to be funny too. So what is the difference? The difference is, as I said, the first thing I said was my age bracket. Cause to me, okay. it's like, if you are 40 or thirties, even if you have kids, I won't date you if you're in my age bracket. Because to me, you're experiencing something that I haven't experienced yet. And it's just like, I want to experience that with you at the age I'm at. Yeah. So it's just like, I want to meet somebody that, you know, doesn't have kids. It's going yeah. through some of the same struggles as me, hustling and grinding like I am. And like, we could go through the path of, okay, I want to get married. I want to have kids. It's not like right. I already got married and I'm divorced and okay. I'm just over the ki- I'm just over being married. Okay. I don't want to have kids because I already have kids. Like, I want to be on the same page. Yeah. Right? I want the traditional, like, American traditional family. Where it's white like, picket fence? Not white picket fence. But I want, like, I want to be married, and I want to have my kids, and I want to have, you know, I want to have, like, a good successful job that I absolutely love, and things of that such. Okay, well, I guess that's where the opposite at, because I don't even really want to get married. Yeah, I know. I don't at all. Um, My guy, I mean, the only difference is between you and I is the age bracket is that that's a big difference no it's not because it really is. okay so your boyfriend <coughs> is how old he's a year older than us okay <coughs> and my ex is what 39 okay 37 it don't even fuck it you know what i don't even give a fuck okay that's probably the difference i like men that is in their 30s all the way to like they can't pass fucking 40 because <laughs> that's a dub but between that racket we're good well actually 28 i can i can settle for 28 even though no i don't know i like older men i don't fucking know yeah i, I don't <clears throat> i don't i don't know as i said i just feel like they're ahead of light they're further ahead of me to the point where it's like i need to catch i need to like wait those years to catch up and i don't want to be with a person that is, age for when I'm 10 home, years. I just want to be home and relax. That's what the fuck they like to do too. I just want to be in bed and watch TV and Netflix all day. If I want to be out with my, like, out and do things, I'm going to call up my friends because 
I mean, at the end of the day, I wouldn't want to go out to parties with my man anyways. Like, No, I like doing that. See, and I don't. Like, I don't want to be watched over. I don't want to be told what to do. And I surely don't want to sit there. But that's why you have have to get somebody somebody that doesn't do that. Or have an attitude if something wants to go the way that they didn't like that way. Whatever. No, I like, I like going out with my boyfriend i do and i, I feel like we just vibe. i know because you we never vibe hang well. out with me shut up we vibe well but most of the time we're just at his house and we're like just You're- unwinding from you work. know our yeah from work and our busy life and him at school and things of that such and it's just like he has an internship there's just a lot of stuff on our plates both of our plates are very full so it's just like we're unwinding i don't watch tv he does so he'll watch TV and stuff. Or I'll just be like sitting there. We'll, we'll end up turning the TV off, having deep discussions and talks. Sometimes we just, you know, take a drive around and talk, go on picnics. Like we actually do a lot of things that people, like even my parents say it's like older stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I really want to go to like this chocolate factory with him and make chocolate. Just like stuff like that. I really enjoy it. I want to go apple because picking with so him corny. and pumpkin picking. Yeah, but that's what older corny. people do. And you're but, not. You're so, so young. But so what? But you it's are like a young he's the same, girl and an old woman. But he's like, the same age well, as old me. Old woman and a young girl. And body. it's like his baggage is the same there as my are. baggage. He wants the same once as me because we both never experienced it before. But yet we're still able to do that old stuff together. I think that's why it works. Yeah, we're still also you able like to go to. You like to be in long term relationships. I like to be in short. I hate short term relationships. I like short because usually the men I'm with, like everything's good, and there's something they do, I'm automatically I'm like I'm out. I can't do this. I, I That's why go. I just when I'm single, I talk to a lot of guys. I do. I That's am a where serial I got that from. Dater. Because before I met you, I would take <laughs> one one guy at a time and just talk to them, and if it didn't work, I would go on to the next. And you're like, fuck that. Like you're single, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you don't have to have sex with them, but you can talk to as many guys as you want. You can. Still, but at it's first, like the, I thought that was like a hoe. No, it's like the okay. Not, it's not. Yeah, it's like the bachelorette. And first of all, if you're if you're dealing with a grown man, they shouldn't care about who, how much people you had sex with. My boyfriend doesn't. I haven't well, even had sex, you gotta sex with that much people. You got to know these because then if your high count is really high, then it'll make me wonder. Like, okay, um, do you have anything? Like, <laughs> I would have to. But no, I they, but no, but still, it could be someone who had sex with just one person. They have something. So I know I'm that's always true, but on, At the end of the day, we still I'm gotta always get on, and whatnot. Yeah, I know, but I'm, that's for anything. I'm always on guard with that. It doesn't matter what. But my oh, you thing can't is, even be with somebody and they cheat on you and then you can't exactly. Get... My whole thing with it is like I when I'm single, I like being single. I like talking to a lot of people. I like choosing who do I want. It's like play. It's like for the love of Bria. Okay, it's just the love I, of Bria. Yes. Wow, that's funny. You know, like Ray J show for the love of Ray J, like way back in the day. Anyway, but yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> like the bachelor of like rock of love. Yeah, flavor love. Yeah, I do all of those. Like, Bria can't. of love. Oh my god, they are. I love Bria. Yep, that's 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 me when I'm single. And it's just like I'm talking to a lot of different guys. They're all different. Like they all have different quirks and stuff. I get to know them, and I choose. I see like the good. I see the bad, and I choose if I want to be- deal with that or not. And if I don't, then I could cut them off, and I don't owe them any type of explanation. So, what is your pet peeve in a relationship? Relationship or talking? Yeah, whatever. What is your pet peeve? Um. Okay, my pet peeve in a relationship is actually the opposite. My pet peeve in a relationship is basically kind of similar to your pet peeve is not hearing for somebody for a very extended long period of time. I was in a long distance relationship, so I knew I didn't see them every day, but it was just like I would like to like know what you're doing and you know, like 
I would just like to be aware of what you are. If you're okay, have you ate, things of that such. Keep me updated. Yeah, that's tough. when I'm single. That's exactly my pet peeve. My pet peeve Damn, is when you're hitting me up. Cut me off, why don't I you? I did because I was still talking. When my pet, my <laughs> pet peeve is you. when you're constantly hitting me up, and I have not even texted back to the first message. Like you're not, you're not number one. You're not my boyfriend. So it's just like you need to stay, like stay in your place. If I don't text back after your what second message, then just let, let it chill. okay okay so i'm glad that you're on bria it was very exciting hopefully we can do this again (laughs) um thank you guys for listening all my supporters that have been supporting me so far that's been listening i am knowing i do see who's been listening so thank you very much to all of you guys i would love for you guys to go on apple Podcasts or Castbox and vote for me and subscribe subscribe and then rate me and then write down a little comment and review thank you i'll see you guys next time bye Bye.